2: Two minutes past three, welcome to the show. Kimbo and the Richie Root Root, that's not the official title, with you for the next two hours live from Studio Lumo SA here at number one King William Street in the city. Still officially two days to go according to the route of winter. Feels a little cooler today, a little bit of wetness out there. Currently 16 degrees. A big thank you to Balfour's. They've been baking people happy since 1853. We love them. Hyundai, IGA supermarkets, how the locals like it. We appreciate their support. Um, And we appreciate... Well, I don't know if he's totally appreciated at the moment, looking at some of the stuff online and on the social media, but... uh, Here is the Italian (laughs) Clydesdale. What's the matter, you? Got no respect. What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? It's not so bad. It's a nicer place. Ah, shut up
3: your face. That's my mama. It's not
2: so bad. It's a nicer place. Hey.
3: Were Were your ears burning this morning? I've only got one that works. (laughs) <laughs> rephrase that was your ear burning this morning and um, what time well the Hall of Fame committee meeting began at 10 a.m. <laughs> <That's rich. laughs> <laughs> don't go well what
2: for the sandfall
3: yes we were at Adelaide Oval really discussing things that's a serious issue Kim it needs a lot of work that's the difference the yeah.
2: all fun and no responsibility you're down there schmoozing with everyone I was out seeing clients I was out at Harvey Norman with Nick Carasoulis. Good West man. Adelaide man. He is. Nicky boy, he's an absolute he beauty. Uh, what, did I get a mention, Rich? Did they say, how did we overlook at him? It's looking? all
3: confidential. I can't say is it? anything. I just wanted to know if your ears were burning, that's all. Uh,
2: no. I had a crap sleep, though. Second night in a row. I keep waking up at 2.30. 30. Yeah. Bit of sinus trouble, Rich. Right. I'm not flagging a sickie, but if I'm not
3: in tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you brought that upon yourself. Why is that? Well, you bad camera but bad karma bus at the moment you are. It has been noted that all the videos that you are Cutting up and loading up since Port Adelaide's straight sets exit are either a minute 19 or 119 seconds. Uh, no, you're a flog. Um, <laughs> I am not. I'm technically challenged.
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't load or download. But why are they
3: 119 seconds or a minute 19?
2: I why? read that online. Louis' rant. <laughs> I read someone it was very funny. There's a couple of hundred comments there, and someone said, um, any reason or not not happy that this went for one nineteen?
0: One nineteen? Why are you doing
2: no, no. it? Bum-fluff Benny does that. Uh, Louis, well, he's just gone viral all around the Has world. He? Yeah.
3: yeah, I love passion. Yeah. I know, I love passion too. He and do you know it. what? The good thing about Louis, he never got personal, did he?
2: Uh, well, I think saying so. he hates the management. Uh, no, no, no probably... towards us. No, not towards. No, he us. didn't. He did hang up on
3: us. Well, he's frustrated.
2: Yeah, and I was about to give him a $100 voucher and he hung up and he was gone. Then I saw a text come through 10 minutes later, Kimbo, you can still send me the $100. Mm-hmm. Louis, no, don't hang up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gave you a great go. Um, yeah, you can see that online. I think it's uh, going out on Twitter as well. Yeah, it's already out there. Um, <laughs> we've had the last couple of weeks, Roach. it's all happening. We've had about a million views. You need to trim that moustache.
3: That comes up a fair bit. Right, okay. I'll oh. get on to it next week. I've been very busy. Next one, why have you been busy? Kim, going through all your game highlights to put know, together a package <laughs> for no. the Hall of Fame is very, no. very demanding. No. And when you throw Kitties. out the
2: videos, Kitties. it makes it harder for me. Kiddies, block your ears. Block your ears. I'm giving you a warning. One, two, three. Uncle Roach is being an arsehole.
3: Oh, no. There are only 63 games, Roach. <laughs> right you're, 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 you're mocking me. You're mocking me. But there's quality in those 63. And to yeah. work out which bits to put up on and a three-minute package is very difficult, Kid. All right, we've
2: wasted six minutes of <laughs> people's lives. So uh, looking forward to today's show at 3.35, Rich. will be yes. joined by Ashley Saint,
0: the
3: traitor. nay hey. What? That's rude. Yes, it is. <laughs> but she knows it's in jest. Good. A little bit. A little bit. Little, not, little bit. I Adelaide. don't want you to become like all those people who... Hot on Jason Horn Francis. No no, Ritchie, no, 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 Roots,
2: you know I'm not twisted and no. bitter. No,
3: you're not. No. Hello, Mike Noonan. Yeah,
2: uh, well, Mick, and uh, maybe the last relationship. Uh, yeah, come on, oh! move on. Um, oh! Port Adelaide AFLW <laughs> star Ashley Saint will join us. No, only joking. No. Uh, 4 pm, Ben Hart. I'm looking forward to talking to Benny. Mm. And uh, obviously, he won't want to expose too much in regards to how they take on Collingwood on Friday.
3: A lot to but learn about what happened last week.
2: Yes, I, I, I will be asking about some of the tactics, who they targeted, or different things that we perhaps didn't pick up, Roach. And at 4.35 on a Wednesday afternoon, David Wildey's back to join us, the co-host of Sports Day SA, which he does with Malcolm Blight between 6 and 7, former North Adelaide star. Something came up on my Facebook feed mm. of a game between North Adelaide and Woodville last night. And there were seven minutes of highlights, and I was calling the game and pumping up David Wildey. Well done. He'll be happy with that. Yes. Well, we hadn't known each other a long time. Mm. Uh, and, of course, he's AFL Nation commentator. Um, we're going to play that audio, route at some stage uh, about why he thinks Port Adelaide aren't that good and why they failed in finals. Now, this was from... The Commentary, I
3: think that might be a bit unfair. I think they are good, but why they're not a premiership team, I think that's R- the better way to describe it. Roach,
2: do not they are good, Roach? Don't change what David Wildey said.
3: Well, I'm just well, saying, don't talk for him. Well, I, I, no, 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 I think it's no, unfair to say they're not good. It's his comment. Well, I'm responding to it. You're not,
2: you weren't asked to. It was a statement. We're going to hear what oh. David Wildey thinks.
3: I'll just stay don't silent. Try and, well, don't try and rewrite what he said. I'm just responding. I think they are a good side, Kim. Well, They're well, not a premiership well, side. That's fair to say, isn't it? Sure. Well, no, you hijack
2: David's emotions. Oh,
3: well, 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 let him play. You can them
2: respond out. later I when will. he's on, I not now be. where he can't okay. respond. Oh, all right. Mm. It's going to be one of those days, isn't it? Mm. Um, Breathe. Breathe. We're live and interactive. Uh, Apologies to to Ange from Croydon. I got grumpy yesterday. But you shouldn't get grumpy. Oh, shut up, Roach. You've done it that many times. Your uh, performance with Steve from Lilydale was disgraceful. You should have been banned for a week. Well, it won an award. (laughs) What award? The Chooks loved it. They gave me an award. It won a Sookie Lala award. (laughs) Oh, Uh, no,
3: someone else has got an absolute Monty on those. Not going there, Kim. Louie. No, someone else. Someone who? else is good for sookie lalas. That's well, so- where we used to be.
2: Well, just say it. Come on, Roach.
3: No, no, don't want to upset you. Get
2: anyone. a set of avocados. Come on, have a <laughs> Hello,
3: Stephen. <laughs> Stephen, who? Ro. He didn't. He's, oh, it was he's him. Got it. He's got the collection of sookie oh, lalas, hasn't? he? Yeah. Oh, all right. You said that. I've got nothing to do with it. I'm
2: friends with everyone. Oh, um, really? Yeah, thanks. Hello, to younger, Warren. they all new. <laughs> I'm okay with was. Are you? He gets Good. a bit nervous around me. Ah. Well, I'm still waiting for the phone call. And I congratulated <laughs> him for taking my job eight years ago, and he never rang me back. Oh, Talking and growing, I said, it, "Don't but, hang on to it." <laughs> you asked. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> right. I walk past him. I say, "G'day, Mr. Untenable." Um. Ooh. We're here thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona, imagined to be bold. Very loose <laughs> opening, Roach. Very loose opening. All righty, let's Gee. go. What? Just a bit of caffeine and off we go, yeah, eh? Yeah. Don't get all dramatic on me, all right? <laughs> You're not writing for the fertilizer anymore. Yeah. Um, that's going on TikTok. Hey, what I'll about take our... a minute, what? <laughs> Yeah, go,
3: ben. For, go for it. Ben's now head. I what? want to know how our friend Lockie is. Our good friend Lockie, who's been very good at list management calls for clubs, particularly mm. for Adelaide. He would be devastated about Jackson Hakeley, wouldn't he? Well,
2: I think we've got the trumpet here. He's been blowing his trumpet for about six years before he came to Adelaide. Mm, Lockie, Mm. give us a call. He's been delisted. There's delistings happened uh, last night, yeah. Yeah. So we'll go through those very shortly. All right. Let's quickly go around the ground. So, um, because we've got a big game coming up on Friday, GWS and Collingwood. Uh, Nick Dacos definitely playing.
3: Well, you remember how he had that hairline fracture in the knee in round 21, yes. which is a fair while ago now, Kim, but he mm-hmm. had a good six-week block of training, and we've seen all the videos that Collingwood is putting lot, up. He's a long-winded dancer. He's playing. Right. He's playing. So, uh, Taylor Adams out. And that hamstring might not get him even back for a GF, Kim.
2: Really? Mm-hmm. Saw him doing a bit of work uh, at training yesterday. Um, yeah, well, taking injured players into finals.
3: Mm-hmm. Don't bring Don't that
2: up. Don't mention... Don't bring wall. that up. So Nick Dacos back. Uh, we'll hear from the coach, Craig McRae, whether he'll be keen... He gets asked a question, should someone tag him? I wonder
3: what his answer will be. We'll oh, get that very yeah, shortly. But he loads that up himself, doesn't he? He does. Hey, has Vossi been on the phone to you? Because you t- have been such a good mentor to Michael Voss. Thank
2: you very much. Uh, and that's why I'm a bit annoyed with him.
3: Oh, abandoned you?
2: Yeah, tried to get him on the show. I know he's
3: busy at the moment. No, but surely he's wrong you because he's got... Some issues at selection. He needs your oh, yes, reason. He, he did. Guidance. I, I didn't want
2: to breach confidence uh, with that. Much. <laughs> uh, they have some big decisions to make. Uh, Jack Martin and, uh, hey, Harry Mackay's back.
3: Come on, Harry. Come on, Robbo. Harry, McCoy
2: Harry Mackay has Mackay. to fix himself because Carlton can't have
4: a player <laughs> for the next seven bloody years kicking the ball
2: like
0: right, that. Robbo.
3: He's now, off the mark, now, right? He was, was having a sip. That then. was... <laughs> That was a quote of the year, yep. but it might have been overtaken by Ashley Hanson, the Carlton forwards coach, when he's saying that Carlton's a better team with Harry in it and doing the comparison of LeBron James and Michael Jordan. I'm mm-hmm. going... We're talking about Harry Mackay here. Yeah, no, I agree.
2: Hey, we need to go to a break, so uh, Jack Martin and Harry Mackay both in. Vossi has said that. So there's uh, four players under the pump. Uh, Matt Kennedy, Matt Owies, David Cunningham and Jesse Motlop. I'd be surprised if the two that go out yeah. doesn't come from those four.
3: Okay, so help me with this. So Charlie Kerno kicks eight, 80 goals. Stand out for Yep. At number two on their goal-kicking list is always at 27 and Mackay at 27 yes. and Jesse Motlop's at 24. So yep. how are you going to balance this out? Which one do you move on? This was my advice to Voss right, this is good. when he rang. Good. Right. So this is what I'd do for a final. Now, Mark Stone, if you're listening, if you're listening, Mark Stone. What is
2: going on with Brisbane? They're not letting people talk you're outside of...
3: Me. quite me. Well, hmm. No, anyway. Mark, if you just couple your ears because this is... Inside uh, info, yeah, apparently.
2: Really stiff it's going to be for Matt Owies. A little ah. bit of John Noble about it. Uh, I would be having dropping Matt Owies and David Cunningham. I'd keep Matt Kennedy. He can do a forward defensive role. Yep. Uh, he can be in the midfield. He's a hard nut. And I just think Jesse Motlock gives you a bit more leg speed and a bit of X factor. Well noted. That's what I suggested, Roach, mm. to the orange ruffy, Michael Voss. <laughs> Uh, 4th, uh, 3.13 Jeez, I thought we'd done an hour of the show then it Felt like it after that well, opening We might
3: have to explain it for an hour afterwards oh, I
2: know, I know, Greg Griffin, message from here <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Alright, we'll go to a break uh, Where's the credits, Roach? Uh, we're here thanks to um, IDA Supermarkets, How the Locals Like It Stack of coming through, we'll get to those next
0: 319,
2: we're here thanks to Balfers, no matter your club's colours, Balfers are for the game. We love their support. 3.30, Ashley Saint from the Port Adelaide Football Club, their AFLW program. Benny Hart at 4 o'clock. Looking forward to having a chat to him, GWS assistant coach and David Wilde at 4.30. Before we go to the phone, stack of texts coming through Rooch. Stay with me, Roochie Rooch. Uh, Hi, Kimbo. The biggest disappointment Saturday night from a crowd perspective were the top-level Western stand red seats for corporates where there were hundreds not filled. It looked terrible. Who controls that area? Nathan of Grange. Roots, you're better versed to answer
3: that. Well, they're AFL-allocated seats. And when you've got major sponsors with major, major companies, there's no different to the Olympics, the Commonwealth Games, World Cup, where your major sponsors get these tickets, you can't take them away from them. That's Mm. part of their packages. Now, whether they then have people fill them is...
2: Uncertain. All right, let's keep going through the text. Some Mm. of these will take as a statement, Rooch. Some will be questions. Rucci, stop pumping them up. Port are garbage. That's from Michael.
5: Okay. Statement.
2: Hey, Michelangelo Rucci, just a quick response to your roast from yesterday. You were very selective with how you presented your roast, but the gas fumes from your continued gas lighting is affecting your judgment. You use Collingwood as the club in your argument to state how hard premierships are to win. Why didn't you use Hawthorne, Richmond or Geelong? I wonder why. Question mark, question mark, question mark. You spoke of how Carlton and Essendon have fared over the last 30 years. Uh, look at their corporate governance, recruiting and coaching panels in that time period. And that's from Dominic. I can't read any more Dominic because well, Dominic, there's only, hang on, there's only so many characters yeah. that fit on the text. So Dominic,
3: text. Either you listen or you don't. If you listen, I'm trying to emphasise yet again that Port Adelaide was a big club in the Sandville where it Mm. ruled the roost. Collingwood was a big club in the VFL. VFL, The reason it doesn't rule the roost there now is because it is an extremely demanding competition that's tested Collingwood out as big. Mm. Now, I talked in that roast about the rich and famous. Collingwood is famous. West Coast is rich. Money won't buy you a premiership. Being famous as Collingwood won't buy your premiership. Everyone's yeah. needing to adjust. Now, I'm copying it on Twitter as I've got a mediocre mentality. Mm-hmm. As I said in the roast, it's not Port Adelaide lowering the bar. The bar's gone up. It's gone up on Collingwood. It's gone up on Essen, It's gone up on Carlton. It's gone up on West Coast. Whether you rise is about how you approach. And approaching the premiership isn't going to be done by being distracted by people saying we need blood. I watched Richmond do that. What happened to Richmond for years? They kept um, changing they had coaches a lot of and went nowhere. Exactly. At The uh, officers
2: focus okay, on you, realities. If you want uh, to have a read of Richard's Rose from yesterday, it's up online. Uh, here's a text. I sent you a text a month ago that Bryn Tickle wasn't up to it. Uh, no name on that one. Okay. Well, he's, he's been delisted. Mm. Uh, Daniel says. All we can say about the opening today, can't open worms everywhere.
5: can open
2: oh, worms yes.
5: everywhere.
2: Yeah, a little bit loose it was. Uh, does four Crows delisting mean four kids to be drafted? Matt in Brizzy. Now, Matt in Brizzy, who I believe is a former South Australian, I've got some mail on you, Matty boy. I believe you've been up there for 25 years. I was talking to a few of your uni mates here in South Australia. Your nickname used to be Matty The Hand. The Hand used to do some of your best there, work at the, work at the uh, Tonsley Hotel. We'll leave it at that. Let's go to the phones, Roach.
3: And Ange is there at Two Wells. Hello, Ange. Oh, he sounds shocked, G'day, boys. Rich. No, I wanted Ange. to make
2: sure it wasn't an Ange at Croydon. I don't want no. to get it mixed up. No, I was a bit hard on Ange. No, yesterday. no, 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 no. Mm. Hello, boys? Yeah, Hello. good. Thanks, Ange. What do you got for us? A couple,
5: couple of things I'd like to talk about. Weathering. Still nothing from the AFL about the
3: concussion issue oh, after, after the weithering. game the other day. Weithering. Weithering. Sorry, Weedering, sorry. Yeah. Yes. No, no, the AFL responded. Still nothing. No, they responded.
1: They and, were and satisfied
3: was... with Carlton's explanation.
6: But he didn't come off the ground and get tested.
3: No, they argued that he was hit in the neck, not in the head. But I think you've hit the right, point so... that we've got to, again, question these protocols full stop. And as someone else pointed out so to me got... from, the, from the concussion expertise that if yep. Patrick Cripps has got a blood nose, it means he's had a hit to the head and probably he should have been tested as well.
5: Yeah, so, okay, weathering, we weather, okay. So
2: he
0: was not dazed while on camera, watched by 50 million people around Australia? He definitely at, was. During the game? I, uh, mm-hmm. No,
2: Angie, definitely was. There's a lot of work to be done. There was talk they couldn't get the doctors out yep. there, you know, because there was no stopping yep. play apart okay. from that ball up. I mean, we are going to be brutally honest. There's yep. that many in each game. The, the one that scared the hell out yep. of me was uh, at Geelong, straight after the Port Adelaide debacle with Alira Lear and Lockie Jones. Yep. Todd Marshall goes down and couldn't get up off his knees. And I'm thinking, oh, dear, yep. life's all about timing. Um, yeah, yep. so there's yep. a bit of work to do. There's no question oh, of that. Of yep. yeah. All right. Guys, did you watch the uh, interview with Chris Scott on AFL 360? I think it was Monday night or Tuesday night? Um, No. About Radical Oh, I wanted to play the grab yesterday. Uh, we, we've got it somewhere. Yep. Tell us your thoughts. So, okay. So, he wants to sit
6: there and say we've invested so much money in Radical and So, he's played seven games this year, guys.
2: Mm. Yeah, but that's right. what they now, do. That's, You know, they're trying to get more. Yeah, okay.
6: Him, so. Yeah, but let's be honest. He's not a – okay, what did the Crows get for Dangerfield?
2: Well, it's a little bit different. Hmm.
6: No, 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 no. But
2: what I'm saying is, what did they get? What pick did they get? I can't remember. Two first rounders, wasn't it? uh, Yeah, okay. So how can you... The lad from the country that he was thrown in. Yes. So how can you ask the same for Radicalia? They're not. Well, they want a first rounder. Yeah, well, that's not two. No, they won't. No, they're talking second round. They're not going to get it. You can ask for any. That's, what's, it's, oh, that's where you bargain. Don't, don't get sucked into it, Ange. That's just where they're starting. No, mate, I don't. It, it won't mate, finish. It I've won't been finish in sales there. all my
6: life. I don't. Yeah.
0: Nah. All good, boys.
2: Have yeah. a good day. Are you too? Yeah. No, it won't, uh, it won't go there. That's where they start. Anger, stand on Chris Scott. We'll get that grab, though. Mm. But that's where they do. That's
3: exactly You can right, sit Kim.
2: there at Port Adelaide and say, well, you can say this, this, and this. The fact is, you haven't played him regularly the last two years. Yep. So, And that's a fact, Roach. Mm. Take that to the bank. Uh, stack of texts coming through. You're popular today, Roach. Well, I bet I am. What have I got here? Roochie, the Adelaide Crows will finish above the power outages next season. Inevitable. Inevitable. From, it says uh, from Kenny, but then down the bottom, it's actually Robert. <laughs> oh, <awesome.
3: laughs> It'll be an interesting year next year. YGA yeah.
0: Supermarkets, we love them, Roach. We'll take a break. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here, bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roach.
5: 3.31,
0: fraction late for the news.
2: We love Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. They've been around since 1853. Roach, you ready? Yes, I am. Put your stack hat on. Good. Rochi Hello. Capital letters. Why do you always say
3: that so loud?
2: Get your attention because oh. you drift off. <laughs> that roast yesterday was desperate and weak. You're losing your touch, old mate. <laughs> a competent and accountable admin down there would turf you out in a heartbeat. Then you wouldn't have any scoops from either club. The fans, in brackets, white noise and lunatic fringe. <laughs> and ex-greats are noticing the boys club at Alberton. Has become, or what uh, Boys Club Alberton has become. The foundations have been laid, the pressure will not let up. Cheers, Jake from Tea Tree Gully. There you go, Jakey. Ready, mount. Appreciate that. Then another bloke uh, sent through a text, uh, it was a stupid one, uh, saying, My fake support, this was me, my fake support of Ken Hinckley. Why would I be faking support? If I was going to fake anything, I'd fake that I want him sacked. Because traditionally on these talkback that right. shows, mm. you have yin-yang. Mm. So like with respect to Ken, I worked with him for years. I nearly died the first time I ever went to the studios yeah, at 5DN. Five, 5 yeah. And I thought, oh, I've been invited in. I've made it big here. Should we give
3: away the trade secret?
2: Oh, and then Ken's going, yeah. I nearly died. I thought, yeah. this is my livelihood. Yeah. I live for football. Yes. Ken's going, well, you say that and I'll say this and that'll get the phones ringing. Mm. So to the person that said it's a fake opinion, well, you're, you're wrong. It's silly. Um, I'd go the other way if I could. It's just how I feel. Mm. All right. And, th- uh, and there's
3: a, a big lesson from all this. If you're going to treat the listener with contempt by saying something you don't believe, mm. we, we've put our case forward. If you yeah. don't like it, fine. But no point in then throwing insults at us. Because as the great Paul Eddington said, no, famous good. English actor. Oh, right. You don't know Paul Eddington?
2: Now quick, Roach, we're late for the news. Clock away. Once
3: you start throwing insults, it tells me you're losing the argument. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you always use that when you're losing an argument, Roach. No,
2: I don't. Yeah, you, know, you do. <laughs> yeah, anyway, to that text, uh, if ever, I tell you what, after Mac's girlfriend texted me yesterday. Oh, I, I, no. If that got me back with her, I'd, I'd want Kenny Sack, maybe, Roach.
0: Maybe. maybe. 334.
2: Just and after four o'clock, Kimbo on the reach with you live from Studio Lumo, SA. A little bit of precipitation out there today, Roach. After
3: all the warm days we've been having, they're tears of joy. Are they really? Yes. There was one Port Adelaide team that did not let us down at the weekend. <laughs> Hank heavens. There was a little bit of
2: thriller too. I only managed to see the last quarter. It was an absolute ripper. Mm. Port Adelaide winning their first AFLW, AFLW game away from home, forty-eight to fifty-six against St Kilda, and uh, oh, it pains me to say this one of our favourites Roach yes what pains you in this point because she left the Crows she went home I've dealt with it just new name too Ash Saint joins us now hello Ashley
1: Hello, guys. How are you guys? Yeah, I'm not... good. To, good to be back on the show. <laughs> it's
2: great to have you back, even if you are in different colours. How, on a serious note, we know you're a Port Adelaide <laughs> supporter through and through. Very much. So. Uh, you broke a lot of hearts six months ago. Um, what's it like being at Alberton? And uh, are the programs very different? You know, you spent a, quite a bit of time at Adelaide. How different is it?
1: It's honestly been amazing at Alberton so far, and I wouldn't say there's much difference to the program, even though. Adelaide are only in their second season in the AFLW. They've done amazing to get on to, up to scratch this year. So, yeah, hands down to them. But I'm honestly loving it so far. It's Ooh. funny.
2: We interview so many people, don't we, Roach, uh, in the men's, in the AFL, that have been to players that have been to two, three, some even four clubs. And we say, is there a lot of difference? And most of the time they say there's not.
3: That's for yeah, you, Roach. I, think- <laughs> no, I thought I'd get Ash's <laughs> reaction <laughs> to that, actually. <laughs> So does the same apply with the AFLW?
1: Yeah, well, I've been at three clubs now, um, Melbourne to the Crows to Port. So um, all clubs have been pretty similar in their programs. And, yeah, it's just good to see that um, the new clubs are at that elite standard as well and have got the um, support system around them.
3: So, Ash, you know what? confidence you get from winning, and you've been in winning programs, particularly at Adelaide. Now that you've seen, like we saw at the weekend, Port Adelaide win a game on the road, what have you seen grow among your teammates at Alberton?
1: I think just the confidence. We've had a really good pre-season, and we had some really good pre-season trial games, so Mm. um, to finally get that reward um, last week in round three Mm. against St Kilda, yeah, just to see the smiles on the girls' faces, and it's their first ever win for the club, for the AFLW team, away from home. So, yeah, honestly, I think it's just got us our foot in the door and, yeah, hopefully mm. we get some more wins off the back of that one.
2: And that was a little bit crazy. It was Erin Phillips' first goal that she'd kick for Port as well?
1: I know. It was great to see. I did call it before the game. I did tell her at captain's run and... When we're warming up, today's the day. You're going to kick your first goal here. (laughs) And I was on the bench, so I didn't even get to celebrate with her. But I'm happy she got her goal.
2: Oh, the girls certainly got around her, and you would have seen that as well. Uh, You can only take one game at a time, but I'm having a look a little bit uh, further ahead. You're currently sitting in 14th position. Uh, Big three weeks coming up. You played Geelong this weekend uh, in sixth place. It's at Alberton at 1235 they're sitting in sixth place. It's a it's a winnable game. Then you take on West Coast, sitting 18th, Sydney in 13th position. All of a sudden, if you can have three victories, you're in contention. You'd probably be in the top eight.
1: Yeah, look, we've got some hard games coming up, and we've actually had a pretty hard draw so far. Sure. So um, it gives us girls confidence. We closed a massive gap against Adelaide in round one um, compared to last year. So. Hopefully we get a few more wins on the board and we can get in that top eight.
3: Actually, it's interesting, Erin Phillips, because she can play so many roles and we know of her, her understanding of the game. How's it working for her as that player in attack who just can be so damaging when defenders don't recognise what she can do because she understands the game so well?
1: Yeah, she's always thinking um, 10 steps ahead. So mm. her body movement and just in the contest she's already thought of her next move. So she's actually really hard to play on. She might not be the youngest on the list or the fastest, but she's already thought ahead on her next step. So it's really hard to beat her in a contest.
2: Yeah, and she got quick hands. Spent a lot of time on the ball route. Picked up 20 touches. Uh, you trailed at every quarter against St Kilda. What was Lauren Arnell's message at three-quarter time?
1: I think it was just to focus on our pressure and our contest. So we went into this week wanting to bring our contest that we knew we already had and our pressure. So our pressure acts haven't been the best the last two weeks. So we really focused on that this week. And, yeah, I think even as a player on the field, it didn't feel like we were 20 points down or we were behind by much at all. So the confidence of the girls that we knew we were still in the game, which is really good for a young bunch of girls to know that there is still a chance to get in front because 20 points is massive in Mm -hmm. AFLW. And to be able to come back from that, yeah, I was just so proud of the girls on the weekend.
2: Now, full forwards are always a feature of the go- game. They always have a bit of a strut in the men's and the women's. We've <laughs> spoken about yours before. Uh, what have you kicked this year? Six in your three games?
1: No, I haven't kicked six yet. Five? I kicked four. So Four? I four. Missed, missed, Yeah, four. So I missed um, some goals last week. I don't think I kicked any last week. Um, round two? Yeah, I kicked two in the other two. Apologies, two rounds, yeah, so. you kicked two against um, the
2: Crowies. Um, you'd which, be keeping yeah. you'd be keeping an eye on the goal kicking ladder. We spoke to Caitlin Gould. Uh, now that slipped into yours, Posy at the Crows. How many she kicked?
1: <laughs> I have no idea. Really? I not checked the goal. Leading goal kicker ladder? No, I wouldn't have a clue. You want to tell me? No, I
2: haven't got it in front of me. We know she kicked three oh, the other day. You don't know either. No, but you won't look at that ladder.
1: Must not be or... too many, then. No,
2: <laughs> well, I'm not sure. <laughs> so as the year goes on, Ash, you won't check the goal kicking ladder. like We saw Charlie Kerno and Tex Walker. It got really close. I'll bet you have a look later in the year.
1: Um, I don't think it's something that I focus on. Like, I'll, I'm a key forward, so mm. of course I want to kick goals, but we've got a really, um, really good forward line this year. We've got Gemma Houghton that can kick goals, Indy Tahu. Aaron comes down there, and we've got Hannah Ewing. So across the board, we've got a really good offense. So to share the goals around, I'm happy to do that at Alberton if we're winning games. So not really, um, yeah, looking at the leading goal kicker.
2: Ladder? Mm, put me back in my place then, Ridge. well uh, Ash, That's that's why <laughs> we loved you, Ash. You're such a decent person.
3: Experience brings connection. Port went with a very, very young squad for in terms of what they were going to do in the midfield. And now you've even got a very young Ruck who's got a rising star nomination. What do you reckon of that connection of those midfielders? What's progressing there? Schalzi is brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. Yeah,
1: Matilda's honestly amazing. I watched her when when we knew Port Adelaide was picking her up. I watched her in the sample, and I've never seen a ruck, don't argue, mm. four times and mm. then get it into the Ford 50. She's so athletic. She In our trial game against St. Kilda, she rucked and then got a girl holding the ball on the wing. So she was the first one to tackle a girl on the wing after ruck tapping. So wow. it's such so amazing to see that there's 18-year-olds coming up and already at this standard. So that we knew this would happen because they've got um, footy from a young age, and they're progressing all, all the way through. So, yeah, to have Erin in the midfield at centre bounces as well, I think that really helps the structure and helps Matilda mm-hmm. know what she's doing as well. So, alrighty, so you take on balance.
2: Geelong this Saturday, 12.35 at Albert and Oval. Let's hope there's a big crowd there to watch that game. Um, can we get a little bit personal? Um, everyone wants to know, how did the wedding go?
1: <laughs> the wedding was amazing. We, Adam and I, my husband, we enjoyed the day and... Yeah, the weekend was so good. The weather was great and, yeah, we just loved it. Did you
2: get to have a honeymoon or not?
1: We did have a honeymoon. So we went to Bali and we had a private villa there. So it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing.
2: Oh, beautiful. And uh, any of the girls attend? The wedding? Yeah. Um,
1: no, sorry. I no, was... not your
2: honeymoon. No. <laughs> <I> was... <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: well, not yeah. not the port girls. So I did have um, most of the Crows team attend as I was a part of the club then, and I've got a lot of friendships with that club. Oh, beautiful. I
2: understand that. Hey, Ash, we wish you yeah. all the very best. This is a, a big game, this one. As we mentioned, uh, the Cats sitting in sixth position. If you can get over the top of them and put a couple together, it may give you a bit of a momentum oh. because it's a damn short season. It, uh, you. This will be the halfway mark it's ridiculous
3: no. well a third of it's gone yeah Ash talking about those friendships oh, with your Crows players how did that play out in the showdown
1: um, no it was actually not too bad I think it's just a bit of fun the yeah. banter in the showdown um, it was all harmless got a few bumps here and there from yeah, um, Chelsea yeah, Biddell yes. she's one of my good <laughs> friends but yeah. I think the crowd was more brutal than the, the team
2: did you cough at me did you
1: Yeah, I think um, I was going for a set shot and all I could hear was booing. I think someone (laughs) called me Judas. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 hey, whoa. whoa, whoa. Yeah, mate,
2: actually, uh, whoa. I need to apologise for that. Whoa. My emotions got the better of oh, me. No, <laughs> uh, Ash, you oh dear, know,
1: I'm still
2: <laughs> Oh dear, I'm still gutted. I tell you, uh, Ash, we wish you all the best for the rest of the <laughs> season. We love having a chat to you. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets who support women in support in sport. We'd love to give you an IGA voucher worth a hundred dollars. All right, so stay on the line and bump. Thank- Bump up, Benny. will organise that for you. Hey, what's your food fetish? What, what will you buy with a hundred dollars worth of voucher?
1: Um, I don't know. I love a lot of different foods, but yeah, I'm not sure what I'll spend it on yet. But I'll let you know when I do. We spoke. Thank you. We
2: spoke to Noffy yesterday. She spent fifty on ice cream. Yep.
1: Yeah. Ice cream? Mm. Oh, I'm not much of an ice cream lover. I love like pasta and. That sort of stuff. So I don't oh, know.
2: beautiful. We'll spend it on $100 worth of San Remo pasta. Uh, that IGA supermarket <laughs> voucher is going your way. $100. Good luck on the weekend, Ash.
1: Thank you, guys. Have a good
2: one. She's a beauty. IGA supermarket supporting women in sport for great saves and local faves. Visit your nearest IGA store. Aren't I you think... ashamed of yourself? Yelling out, you, Judas? How could you do that? Oh, because I, I was annoyed. She left. <laughs> <laughs> no, I watched the game on TV. Oh, I may have yelled it at the TV. Oh! <laughs> no, I didn't. No, no, she is just such a, a beautiful human. Uh, we wish her all the best. And like you said, Rich, uh, yeah, I listened to the story, a mad Port Adelaide mm. supporter growing yep. up, used to wear her Port Adelaide jumper under her school uniform yes. because you weren't allowed to wear them mm. to school over the top.
3: Oh, well, passionate.
2: Yeah. Uh, Finally at home. All right, Roach. Uh, nice finish there. Uh, 1-300-736-736. Hopefully
0: you got more to say than what Roach has. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the
5: Roach.
2: 3.54, Kimbo on the Rich with you. We're live from Studio Lumo USA. Currently 15.9 degrees outside. Just a reminder, Ben Hart after 4 o'clock. David Wildy at uh, 4.30. Stack of text coming through as well. Uh, this one, <laughs> these always intrigue me. Sorry, Kim, but everybody knows if it was Ken at the Crows for 11 years with the same results, there's no way you'd be supporting him. No way. That's from Jackson. Jackson, thank you for knowing what goes on in my head. Um, I didn't want Neil Craig sacked, and he'd been there for eight years, but appreciate the text. And uh, no, um, I don't know if you're calling me a liar or You didn't
3: want Neil Craig sacked?
2: No. Oh, he stood down. Yeah, but he stood down. No, I thought the list was. You in don't think awful there were
3: some signs that he wasn't going to be able to keep it all together?
2: Well, obviously, he didn't think he could. He knew better than anyone. it yeah. was he a felt bad like, last game, that one. Uh, I called that game against St Kilda, mm-hmm. m- m- whatever it was called then. Eh? Yeah, I know, the, Eddie, dome, Eddie the, dome, Hatt, the dome, whatever it was. What was it back then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember calling the game. It was horrific to yeah. call. But I thought he was a very good coach. But the list was in terrible shape by mm. then. Um, but, uh, look, thank you, Jackson. Uh, I can assure you um, it wouldn't change things. But I do appreciate that people want a new voice. I do get that, as illogical as that may
3: sound. Because there's no guarantee a new voice works.
2: No, I know that, Rooch. I know that. But I do have an understanding of it. Because it's no different to uh, draft and trade period. It gives you hope. Correct. Um, yeah. But, uh, look, uh, this is getting very much like the um, prison bars argument that we have, virtual. Why would you say that?
3: Now that's going to come into the...
2: Well, I hope fright. not. But uh, this is what we do. They lost um, in the
3: prison bars this year. They won't. They lost in the prison bars this year. I know they did. Yeah. Just so.
2: It's very good. Glad you brought it up. So are Crow supporters. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Kimbo and Roach. Are we going to get to hear the Ken Hinkley performance stats that Kimbo's ex sent through yesterday? Can she also give us Kimbo's stats too? Cheers from Blake. Uh, I am waiting for more. Yes, Emma did get in touch and uh, yeah, she's very pro move on the coach. And uh, yep, so where uh, she said she's got plenty of statistical information coming my way. Said so that's good. Um, God love her, she's a ripper. Uh, Roach, you yes. have to do a Lumo list. Looking forward. To it. Switch to the affirmative.
3: Join Lumo Energy today. What's on your list? Well, we had the listings at Adelaide and Port Adelaide last night, and just to repeat what happened there: Andrew McPherson, Jackson Hately. Harrick New Church. That will get a bit of reaction about oh, I don't think
2: so. Well, there's
3: some people who feel that he had well, something. He, anyway.
2: Yeah, he plays in spasms. He was a Category B Roach, yep. so you can only be on the Category B oh, list for standard. three years. Yes. So you'd have to get a full proper contract. Would you do that?
3: that? No, definitely no, not. There you go. Tyler Brown. Are out of Adelaide's list? I think he can play. That's yeah. unlucky. And at Port Adelaide, Riley Bonner, Trent Dumont, Bryn Teekle, and Nathan Barkler, who was a Category B Mm -hmm. Next Generation Academy player, falls off there. Riley Bonner's the interesting one. Does he or doesn't he? Get another chance. Someone might.
2: They may see a need for a little bit of depth. You know he can play at the level.
3: Yep. So that becomes the
2: Lumo list.
3: You are delisted at an AFL club and you become a star.
2: (laughs) 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 Kid, We're we're on camera. (laughs) kid. Surely I made the list <laughs> 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 Definitely not the Hall of Fame No Hey said no I'm not in the Hall of Fame Right
3: Well a shame mate Well I went to have a look mm. Come Players on Players who get cut And then have big careers somewhere else Number one on the list Peter Bell Ring-a-ding-ding Played two games mm. Delisted 284 yep. After he was delisted Yep The next one on the list Is someone we know very well Darryl Wakeland Delisted by was Adelaide. He de- oh, Because yes, he wouldn't he was. turn up to training, so there was no point in keeping him. Yeah, 261 love, games. I love Daryl. Number three on the list, Matthew Clark. 258 games after being delisted. Richmond. De-li-
2: yeah, he was oh, rid- Richmond, he played in the under 19s there. Yeah, but delisted. Or just not signed. Delisted, it says. Was he? Yeah. Oh. he turned 50. Here's a big one. He turned
3: 50. Happy birthday, yep, Doc. Matthew. Gary Ablett, senior. Delisted by Hawthorne after yes, six oh games, no, 242 yeah. at Geelong. Yeah,
2: who's the recruiting officer then? Righty-o. You idiot.
3: Now, two interesting ones in our backyard. Ed Curnow was delisted by Adelaide after being on their rookie list and played 221 games for Carlton. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Curnow. And Joel Paffel. Yeah, very good.
2: One really? of best and fairest, didn't he?
3: 220 games after being delisted by Port Adelaide where he didn't play one. Not one. Mm. So... Sometimes the second chance proves to be your best chance. Yeah, if you had one more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's your uh, that's your Wainley uh, oh, uh, Go on, give us the stats. No, no, give no, us the stats. How no. many games at North? No, it's not about me. Um, Australian-owned sixteen, Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts, and you join LUMO Energy today for a brighter future. Mm. All right. After the four o'clock news, we're going on time. It's three seconds to four o'clock. This is good. Hope management's listening. Uh, ben Hart coming up next. Minutes past four on a Wednesday afternoon. We call it sometimes Wacky Wednesday. It's been a little bit wacky today. Uh, hump Day coming up at 4.30. David Wildey will join us. He's got some strong views on the Port Adelaide Football Club. We'll hear from those. Quick text before we go to our next guest. Arvo boys, I'm still worried about the Crows' key defensive stocks. Unavailable for selection. Round one, 2024. Butts. Question mark foot. I spoke to the club today. Uh, he'll start late, but should be okay for round one. Murray, knee, won't be playing. Dude, may not even be at the club. Borlace unsigned. Uh, interesting case, James Borlase, Roach. Uh, category B, I think he may get another year. Uh, unless they can use him to trade before October, do a deal. Mm -hmm. Mabwa Chowle is probably a good option. Other than that, uh, hit the draft with everything. Not sure we need to be prioritising Hayward from Sydney, Will Hayward, that is, or any of our draft picks. Um, Will Hayward's a very good player. Let's go to a man that was a champion player. Uh, He's been kind enough to join us now. He's a GWS assistant coach. Let's find out what they got up to last week. Benny Hart joins us now. Hello, Benjamin. They won. Timbo
5: Roach, how
4: are we? I yeah, want to very to you guys
2: well. We keep going. <laughs> yeah, we've got a winning streak going for you.
4: Yeah, um, yeah,
2: Hey, congratulations. Can we go? I don't know what you can and can't tell us. Uh, what plans did you implement? Like, calling the game, it's very hard to pick up a lot of things nowadays, but I was yeah. surprised that uh, no one went to Lockie Whitfield. I thought Darcy Byrne-Jones might do that or... Um, Jed McEntee, uh, I couldn't see it from where I was what what did you mm. do? did you put any extra work into Connor Rosie or what tactics couldn't we see that you applied oh well,
4: yeah it's an, it's an interesting call I think out of the midfield group um, last time we played them um, back a month or so ago um, we sort of got taught a lesson and mm. the, their ability to spread on stoppages away from stoppages or even in general play really um, now we weren't at our best but uh, certainly gave us a good lesson to go back <laughs> on and so we wanted to try and blunt that where we could, their, their run and spread from stoppage. Uh, so it was pretty important for us to, to look to own the outside of them at stoppages and um, stop that run. Um, and having said that, our defense was a lot stronger too. We covered the corridor a lot more um, and looked to come forward to defend. I think last time we were running backwards a lot. Mm, so mm. small things, but um, they certainly paid off.
2: Well Running forward was significant. Someone like Callan Ward, though, did he put work into
4: Rosie? Uh, not necessarily, okay. T- to be honest, I think it was all of our guys. um We wanted to put work into guys to not let them run, so uh, whether you call that putting work into or just owning a better space, um we thought we did that a lot better than we did the, the previous time so yeah look Callum was really strong, Tom Green was the same, and I think even Stephen canelio, who his offensive game was pretty strong, but Around stoppages, he looked to own the right spaces.
2: So, no specific—hard word to say—specific task <laughs> set for any players on Port Adelaide players.
4: No, no, it was more—it um, was more just going to work as a group. To be quite honest, um, we, we thought they might go after a Kelly or, or, a, or a Tom Green, but yep. um, you know that—that that was good that that didn't happen for us. So um, we were able to just go um, to work as a group, which was pleasing.
3: Ben, they were phenomenal numbers when you looked at the stat sheets. I know you can get blinded by stat numbers, but these were so so strong in indicating what clearance stoppage dominance GWS had. Mm. Then to see Briggs go into the rooms because of that shoulder, what states he in for this prelim final? Because we're all holding our breath. Is he? Because he seems to be so important about how you set up that midfield. Has he recovered from the uh, from the final the other night?
4: Yeah, look, he pulled up pretty well. He was obviously um, pretty sore uh, straight after the game, and um, but the pleasing thing for him was being able to get the injury and go back on and finish the game um, uh, and did it quite strong. He, he felt like he had enough strength in there, but but certainly quite sore for a day or two afterwards. He trained today. He didn't have full contact, but he trained, and his his range of movement was good, and um, we're expecting him to play because, as you say, he's been um, yeah. pretty strong for us in that, that ruck position and enables our guys to set up in, in strong positions, so yeah, hopefully he gets through.
2: We'll move on to Friday night's game very shortly, just still on the Port game though, uh, how did they appear to you? Like, there's been a lot of um, correspondence and the narrative is that they were pretty banged up, did they come across mm. that way to you?
4: Oh, I think certain players did, yeah, I mean, look, they made a prelim and oh. they're, they're hard, sorry, they made a semi-final and they're hard to to, um, to make, so they've done a lot right during the year to get to the position they're in and yeah, sometimes you need a little bit of luck and uh, potentially, it might not have gone their way toward the end of it, and yeah, a few of their players looked a bit sore, and mm. um, you know, which gave us a, an opportunity to to go to work in some of those areas. But um, mm. yeah, they did, a, they did a hell of a lot right, though.
3: Ben, I'll use this term because it seems to fit. Jesse Hogan has been painted as an enigma in this game. Why has it come uh, so well for him at GWS now?
4: Yeah, uh, it's an interesting call. I remember watching him as a as a young kid. Um, you know, when he first burst onto the scene yeah. for Melbourne and he thought this guy could be anything. And then he had his ups and downs with injury and form. And, but I think the the real, I think the belief in his ability that he gets from the coaching group, especially from, from Adam,
5: has
4: mm-hmm. um, let him just go and play his game. Maybe the game style helps him a little bit more. And, uh, you know, he was a big high runner early days for, as a forward and, and now he sort of holds his position a bit more. So he's got great um, forward craft as a, as a key forward. And look, it's just, it's working for him. Um, and, you know, the boys certainly trust him in the position he plays. So it's, it's a great turnaround for him and it's uh, you know, really good to see. Mm.
2: All right, this Friday your boys are probably going to be in excess of uh, 90,000 people they'll be playing in front of. Uh, for 20 weeks, mm-hmm. all we'd hear was at every press conference, are you going to tag Nick Dacos? Uh, are you going to mm. tag Nick Dacos? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> What's the right answer there? Is it a yes? Right.
3: Um, well, if you do it, make sure you yeah. do it well.
4: Yeah, that's right. I mean, look, we'll have our plans going in. Last time we tried to look after him uh, at, at with certain people at certain times and uh, as a team we didn't play well so it didn't go that well either but uh, I think initially we'll probably put our our uh, game against theirs um, but we'll certainly have a, a plan if he starts to get off the chain and really hurting us then um, yeah, we'll certainly have something to do. Well,
2: let's hear from Craig McCrae, the coach of Collingwood. This will surprise you. He was asked whether Nick Daycross
0: could be tagged. Do you
5: think they
2: might tag
6: him? <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know. We did quite well against him last time. Um, he's a hard player to tag, isn't he? You want me to bait him, do you? And do you want to bait him? It's his tag Nick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who would tag, then, if he does get off the chain? Is it is it Callum Ward? Uh, uh,
4: yeah, it could be. I mean, it's the thing that Nick does as well as anyone or probably best in the league is the, the loose ball game that he gets onto. Uh, he reads the game so well and then he can turn up to the next contest generally in the right areas. So to do that, maybe it's not Wardy's sort of um, game. He's, he's more of the... The in-tight tag potentially, but um, certainly we'll have some people with some faster feet that if we need to, we can go to. But um, yeah, he's a special player. It's
3: a good point that Kim makes, Ben. You're going to go into a ground where you know you haven't got many friends. You're going to mm-hmm. have 26 million <laughs> friends outside the stadium if you get them adrift. Yeah. Didn't hurt you at Adelaide Oval. Like That was mm. a very, very good performance in what we know is a you know, far from encouraging environment for an opposition team. Yeah. Do you feel ready for the MCG after all the travelling, all the events that you've gone through, all the opposition crowds that have been against you? How have you found this steely resolve to not get distracted?
4: Yeah, it's it's interesting. I think it's it's our we play our way, and but I think we've done a lot of work this year as a group um, in staying present in the moment. Now I know mm-hmm. every team will talk about yep. it, but um, but it does happen. You know, how do you get yourself? Because you'll make mistakes. The crowd will get on top of you. You'll hear something you don't like, but your ability to then come back into the present and say, well, what's important now because that, that crowd is not going to affect how I go about my next yeah, job. Yeah. Um, and that's been important for us to be honest. Now we haven't played in front of 90,000 uh, Collingwood supporters yet either, but um, mm. look, it'll be loud, but we're, we're welcoming it and we're, we're looking forward to the, uh, that opportunity.
2: Uh, last week, Toby Green was good. He's always good. Willie Rioli was really good for Port Adelaide, uh, but I thought you had the wood on Port Adelaide with the other small forwards in Bedford and Daniels as opposed to DBJ mm-hmm. and McEntee. Uh, Bedford, he always showed talent at Melbourne. Has he exceeded your expectation, or is he still a little untapped?
4: Oh, I think he's still a bit untapped, to mm. be to be fair. like His his speed and his ability to pressure and, um, you know, again, sharp to contests, uh, a bit like Dacos we're talking about, but sharp to contest, the pressure is... He's been elite, so his ability to get up the ground and then um, reset forward has been strong for us. Um, untapped by that, I mean, I think he can still do more on the offensive side, if that makes sense. His yep. ability to hit the scoreboard or even be a little bit cleaner with possession at time. But, um, look, he's enjoying it. He's, he's having a lot of fun, and um, we enjoy him inside. So, yeah, he's been great.
3: Ben, how do, do you, as an opposition coaching group, deal with, we know, like, let's go back to the those famous Brisbane teams that you played against, where you all knew what Lee Matthews was doing with Brisbane, but you had to be challenged to mm. actually deal with the predictable. They were too good at it, so they were hard yeah. to beat. Collingwood's got this roll-of-the-dice game where Craig McRae seems to have just let them free to just play high risk and get high reward. How do you coach against that when it's not structurally or tactically based?
4: Yeah, well, enough, looking at it as an opposition coach, a lot of it is structurally based if, if that makes sense mm. so their structure is a starting position and then they're allowed to play mm-hmm. so you've got to be willing to match that structure uh, or understand what that structure looks like and then it becomes sort of a talently talent I guess okay. um, yep. and you have to you have to be in the right areas to then try and obviously exploit what they're doing given the opportunity um, but also manage them at the same time I hope mm-hmm. that makes sense No, no I'm getting it. Yep. a lot of it yeah a lot of it is off of a, a strong structure in how they play. Uh, and to be to be honest we're probably not too dissimilar in in playing a structure with a little bit of chaos on the end of it so yeah, yeah the
3: chaos um, exactly yeah, is it'll a
4: good one, yeah yeah a little bit of uh it'd be interesting um match up the two of us because i think we play similar styles
2: now i know you don't don't you wouldn't be disrespectful and you don't want to provide ammunition but you talk about exploiting players when you come up against Mason Cox i think a lot of coaches or the coaching staff would sit there and see this as a great opportunity to exploit someone like him but it's easier said than done. How do you approach someone like that?
5: He's
4: a big man. That's mm. that's the start of things. He's a very big man, and I think he's, you know, he loves playing at this time of the year also. But a, a guy of that size, who's marking over the sort of since he started, has gone through the roof. You know, his timing on the ball's good. So you've got to be able to compete with him. Um, certainly, you've got to meet him down the line when he when he tries to go for those balls in the air. Um, if he plays as a forward, you've got to do enough work on him early to potentially keep him out of contests. Um, and as, as a ruckman, sometimes with that extra height, there's not much you can do except compete. So it's a difficult one, um, and he's certainly a, been a thorn in a lot of lot of sides this year. So hopefully with Brigger's um, right to go and, and Lockie mm. Keith, and you know, we'll, we'll be able to um, manage him. Do
2: you see it as an opportunity, though?
4: Oh, I think so. But I, I think we, we do every every player, mm. no matter who they are, whether it's uh, Braden Maynard, whether it's Mason Cox, they, they have their strengths. So you've got to be aware of them. But there'll be opportunities too. No one's perfect. Not every, not any player's perfect. There'll be opportunities to, to exploit them as well. So we've got to look for and, and then hopefully do a good job of it.
2: Our last one. I find this one interesting. Darcy Moore, uh, all Australian, a wonderful player, but can be scored against heavily. Um, do you use a decoy or do you try to drag him out of the game somehow?
4: Um, initially, probably not. I think we look. He's a, a tremendous player and reads the ball so well. If you let him have free reign at times, yeah, he's going to take marks and he'll hurt you. But you also, uh, I think at this time of the year, you need to put something against an opposition. If if you try and just go out and and save a game or stop everyone, um, then you won't play your natural way. So, look, again, we'll have our plans if if some people get out of hand, but uh, we'd like to put our best against them as well.
2: Benny, you put your best foot forward. The last three weeks, we've loved it. Uh, Hopefully, we're speaking to you again next week. How good would that be? Brisbane and GWS in a grand final. Yes, please. Not sure if the (laughs) AFL'd like it. Please. Carlton, Collingwood sounds pretty sexy, but I'd love it. Brisbane and GWS. Hey, we wish you all the very best, Benny. Well done last week, and uh, good luck on Friday night.
4: I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Hope we can talk next week. Yeah, Yeah, look forward to it. Tell
2: Cooper
3: Hamilton we're on board.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Good, I will do. <laughs>
2: Benny Hart, he's an absolute uh, ripper. Interesting. So, uh, you know, no specific jobs on any of the port players. It was all about their game, their structures, denying the corridor, and uh, winning the footy first and playing a more forward offensive game.
3: Yeah, so they're dealing backwards. with the first issue rather than all the issues that unfold. So, if you get that right at the beginning, Choke well, it up at the beginning. When you win stoppage it, yeah. like they did, oh. you start to control the game. What's, What's happening with it? basketball, Rooch? Well, in local basketball and you love your coach, well, uh-huh. together with the advertiser, we're looking for Australia's basketball super coach. There's a prize pool including cash, merchandise and NBL experiences worth more than $10,000 for your local club, your coach, and you get to win as well. Plus, by registering, registering... To play Supercoach for your chance to win a bonus of 2,500. Where do you get all the details? Just dot hicanwin.com.au. Oh, sh- Shit, I thought
2: you were asking me the question, Roach. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, 416.
0: The all new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to the Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. Yeah.
2: 421, big thank you to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. And Beaumont Tiles as well. They are giving away a trip for two to American footy's biggest game. It's worth over $70,000. That is the Super Bowl, Rooch. In you've, Las you've, Vegas. You've been to five, five. haven't you? Re- yes. You were reporting or you just yes, jumped, jumped no, the fence? No,
3: no, I worked at all five. Did you, what would you know about Gridiron? Kim, I watched it every week. While but
2: surely they would have had Americans over there that knew more about it than you. And they send some young... Aussie lad out to write a fresh about it. set of eyes. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> all you have to do if you want to win this prize, just shop in store at Beaumonts before November the twelfth, and you're in with a chance. T's and C's apply. Thank you. Monday, doing I'll around. tell you a very good story about all that. On one day or Monday. One day, oh, we've got time. All right. I look forward to it. Mm. Uh, What are we doing next? um, David Wildey, uh, we were going to do this Monday. It's been really busy, though. But Mm. uh, post-game, we both covered the game on AFL Nation with Mark Bickley, GWS Port Adelaide. And uh, uh, David, you know, he was very bullish about GWS uh, winning. Mm. And uh, it's understandable when you look at the list. It was rare the bookies get it wrong, but they did. Remember what you're gambling with. Mm. Uh, These were David's reasons uh, post-game why Port, um, well, were not as good as some thought they might be.
5: Yeah, the players I think have got question marks <laughs> over uh, Mackenzie, Dixon, Boak, and Lyset, like all the older guys. That's the so, dur- durability. Durability. Yep. And the yep. ones that I think have got real trouble getting the ball from A to B, Byrne Jones, Wines, McEntee, Dersma, Lockie Jones, Power Pepper, probably throwing Travis Boak. There's nearly
0: eight players there. Yeah, now I think you don't have to be the most perfect kick or no. disposal player. You can probably have three or four. You don't want too many, is it? Seven or eight is what yeah. you're saying. And I think it's a it's a valid point, and the game is certainly moving that way.
2: That was post game, and let's not forget Sam Powell peppers had a uh, a great game. I wouldn't have thrown him in. He had a quiet game. Mm. Sorry, a great season, season yeah. uh, had a poor game. Um, yeah, interesting. There, David's thoughts. He'll be on at uh, four thirty. Stack of text coming through. We're live and interactive. Zero four two seven one five four one double six. This one says Roach exclamation mark. Ooh. Was Rucci's Roast yesterday just the first draft of your puff piece for the Port Adelaide Football Club website that Richo from Marketing knocked back because it went a little bit too hard on two club legends and supporters? That's from Tazza. Um, May I respond? You you go for your life. Well, Tazza. Oh, we, are, we are in then.
3: an environment mm-hmm. where people put up an opinion, people respond. Now... Warren Treadray says there needs to be blood. Someone needs to pay a price. Mm. Well, Well, in my my eyes... What does
2: Waz think that? He didn't even think they'd make the finals. Right. Now he wants blood because they made the finals and got knocked
3: out. that's not a sign of being ruthless. That's a sign of being reckless. I mean, if you want to do sacrificial lambs, well, I'll tell you what, every time Port loses a game, let's just put a big stage in the middle of Albert and Oval and slay someone for, you know... Make everyone happy. There's some blood. That's not the answer. Very pop- now, Tim that, very popular, popular back in the Coliseum. I case, know, I know. Which, but yeah. what did it What did it achieve? Now, Tim Genova's mm, point. Big crowds, bums on seats. Right. Mm. Sell tickets. You can call them. Okay. <laughs> now, Tim Geneva's I, I accept what Tim Geneva says about you must live to high standards. Mm-hmm. I, I don't endorse mediocrity at all. And I think Port Adelaide is a football club that has always stood for high standards. But when he talks about... Oh, everyone who says... It's a tough competition, the AFL, and you can't win the premiership every year. They're lowering the bar. No, 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 no. That's not lowering the bar, Tim. As far as I can find out, Port Adelaide started the year saying, we want to win the premiership. We intend to win the premiership. We're aiming to win the premiership. I didn't know of any meeting between David Koch, Matthew Richardson, Chris Davies and Ken where they sat Mm. down and said, oh, it's our turn not to win it, so we won't. They went out to win it. A lot
2: of of criticism also that uh, you have an each-way bet, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, when they say they're going to win three out of five, three flags in the next five I like the aspiration. You you say you like
3: the aspiration. I love the aspiration. Do I think they can achieve it? I I said it to their faces. Three in five years, guys. You you think it opened them up for criticism? I don't mind that, Kim, because you know what? If you throw out there an aspiration and you actually achieve it like Richmond did, and we laughed at Benny Gale. How how often does that happen, Roach? Like winning
2: Powerball two weeks in a row.
3: How many times did they land on the moon? What's that got to do with it? Well, I'm saying, unless you try, unless you put up an aspiration like Kennedy did, he said, we are going to land a man on the moon at the end of this decade. And everyone at NASA said, you are kidding us. But they aimed for it and they got there. Oh, fair dang, I'm going to vomit in a minute. No, you Kim, get you get have TV. to have You're aspirations. Getting... Oh, fair dink.
2: You know what my aspiration is? To be in the Hall of Fame. No, to get to a news service on time. We've still got another ad break in. Uh, why are the Crows, here's a text, why are the Crows going to trade out Borlase? Uh, I didn't say that they would, but they may. They either have to give him another year or maybe they can use him to help negotiate a deal. But he's only uh, signed till October, the end of October. I thought he would be a definite signing. Matt from Tonsley. I mean, Brizzy. Oh, that's Matt. Old uh, Matt, known as The Hand. The Hand. Uh, Very good on the dance floor, he was, I hear. 427.
0: The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game.
2: You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. 4.32 on a Wednesday afternoon. It certainly is a wacky Wednesday afternoon. Rooch, your analogy last time of... What they're aiming for that went on. Made Aspirations. Us, made us late for the news. This text says, Roach, if you think they landed on the moon, you need, moon, you need serious mental assistance. <laughs> the conspiracy theorists All are right. out there. Uh, Roach, why did you throw Sando and Longmuir into the failures list? Longmuir has played in as many final series as Hinkley in the last two years. Sando made a prelim,
3: same as Hinkley. That's from Phil. No, again... Quick, I, I quick. don't know. I don't know what it is, Kim, that we say things and people mishear them. Oh, I don't want you to drag me in with you at the moment. The I'm, notion, I'm, I'm the, notion the notion, all of a sudden that you get a new voice and it becomes a premiership recipe. I can find you many new voices that within eighteen months it falls apart. Hmm. Now Longmuir has been a disappointment. Second for know. the way this is going on. Well, the new voice hasn't lasted, has it? Sanderson fell apart at Adelaide. Became quite messy, didn't it, Kim? It did. Mm. So new voices aren't always the answer. Here's a new voice. Yes. Uh, No name on this one. The number finishes with
2: 975. It's all in capitals, Roots. Rootsy, your arguments are ridiculous.
6: Okay.
0: David Wildey next.
2: 4.37 on a Wednesday afternoon, we're in the home straight and we're here thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona imagined to be bold. David Wildie coming up next. We know he's listening, um, but we're just going to keep it on hold for a sec, Roach. Uh, a couple of texts. Roachie, shave that crazy moustache off. It's affecting your judgment. And here's another one. Afternoon, guys. Tom Morris reporter James Raleigh from the Crows went deep in the process for the Essendon's list manager's job. Any idea if there will be coaching changes at the Crows or Port? That's from Chris. I uh, can't tell you on Port. My understanding is there won't be any changes at the Crows and I only heard that
3: today. I don't think there will be any at Port either, Kim.
2: Yeah, and another one on what just what we're talking about, Richard It says, Kim, I have absolutely no issue with Port announcing that they expected to win three of the next five flags. My issue is that they haven't done it. Frankly, <laughs> expect them to aim at winning a flag every year and I'm happy if they advertise it. Internally and externally, no problem at all. From Lynn yeah. Now, when they announced it, I said go your hardest. I, I just think it draws a little bit of attention. Right, before we get to the big Willie, Chris Davies, the general manager of Footy, spoke earlier today for about half an hour. Here's a minute on him talking about Travis Boak and his future.
6: Well it's been interesting to, to reflect on all of the the discussion that, that happened, I think, to Trav in, in the lead up to last week. You know, what I what I can absolutely guarantee you again is that Travis's thinking about you know whether he has the, the passion to continue to play. Uh, if he wants to do that, he'll be at Port Adelaide next year, yes. So there's a opportunity There will be? Yeah, as I, as I said, if he wants to play next year um, he'll be at Port Adelaide. But I think we all need to give Travis the respect and the time right now to actually go away and think, Yeah, you know, this has been a, a guy who's, who's been outstanding for this footy club who, who has done a lot and probably <coughs> You know, we, we understand the level of scrutiny that, that he is under but you know, he's asked for a, for a couple of weeks to think about things and I've got no problem at all for Travis to, to end the season and, and um, you know, have a real good think about you know how he wants to come back next year but I cannot reiterate enough that if, if Travis wants to be uh, at Port Adelaide next year as a, as a player then he will be.
2: Uh, the narrative's changed a little bit there from no, my understanding. No, no, no. no the he, was, he was very, well, can I finish yeah. my sentence? Sorry, Roach, for All talking right. when you're interrupting. Um, he'd made it very clear he wanted to play
3: on. No, I, I thought you meant the narrative from Port.
2: Well, you didn't let me finish.
3: Right. Well, the narrative from Port is they want Travis boat to finish his career at Port Adelaide I, in I the I understand AFA. that,
2: Rooch. Yeah. But what they're saying now, it's totally up to him. He'd made it clear he wanted to play on. Now they're saying they're giving him a couple of weeks to really think about
3: it. Yeah, because I think the thing that's not translated in that is they've told Travis Boat they don't want him to become Nathan Jones.
2: Oh, no, we we, we know that, Rooch. Yeah. Uh, I go back to my original statement that the narrative has changed a little bit. Let's go to David Wildy. Hello, Wilds.
5: Hello, Kimbo. Hello, reach
2: Hello, David. Uh, look forward to listening to you tonight on Sports Day SA, along with uh, Blighty. You've got special guest Michael Whiting, the fish. He's an absolute riffer from AFL.com. Hey, I don't know if you heard, but about 20 minutes ago, we played your comments from after the GWS Port Adelaide game on Saturday night, where you were explaining yep. why Port Adelaide are perhaps not as good as a lot of people think they are.
5: Yeah, I I looked at their lists. I've got them. Well, I tip Port Adelaide to finished around eighth, I think. Or I think the same as you, Kim. Somewhere around the bottom of the eight. Um, I reckon every team above them right now has a far superior list than what Port Adelaide had got. And we saw the Giants. I was, I was so confident the Giants could beat Port on the weekend. They've, Port Adelaide had got a lot of holes, so and it was probably masked a little bit by um, you know Butters and Rosie, to a lesser extent Horn, Francis, and, and Houston's mm. outstanding years. But the thing I said too, not not just the players, not that the players can't play, but a lot of them can't kick. A lot of them in, in, um, And I'm talking about star players. Ollie Wines has been a star player. Not a great kick. Travis Spokes, not a great kick. And he's been a star for Port Adelaide. Byrne Jones is not a great kick. He's been around for a while. You, you go, you go oh, on to your Yeah. Um, Ly said, well, Ruckman, you don't expect them to be great kicks, but he's not a great kick. Uh, and they had a lot of players that just couldn't find the ball. Uh, McEntee was one in the... I don't think McEntee makes a lot of teams in the AFL. That young lad has a try. Uh, doesn't kick a lot of goals. He's in there for pressure. Well, well there's a lot of good players that get the ball and can also uh, add a bit of pressure. Pal Pepper is not a great kick. He's kicked, you know, let's say he's kicked 30 goals, 30. Finlayson's very similar, 30 goals, 30. But many points is... So you, I don't think you can go too far. When, you, when I've just reeled off eight or nine players that really in the in the field of play are not good kicks. How many giants can't kick a ball? How many can you name that aren't good kicks? You'd be battling to find two.
2: No, they've got a, a very high skill set.
5: Well, don't you think that's in roots? Don't you think it's important well, to get to absolutely. the top you get to a Absolute. certain level? The, and they the they won a lot of games. We went through last night with Blighty a lot of games could have gone either way. Paul could easily have finished 7th or 8th, easily. And they won those games. They weren't against, most of them weren't against strong opposition, but they won them, which is a great feather in their cap. But it wasn't, I remember saying to you, Kim, when they played Richmond in the final yeah. round, gee, this is this is lacklustre. They're playing a side that's got nothing on the line, the youngest side in six years, Richmond. And Richmond were a point down 10 minutes in the last quarter. Mm. That's yeah. not a good but sign. I, no, go it's not. But
2: Paul, Paul didn't have a lot to play
5: for. In, oh, hang on! You're playing for your place. You, you're trying to keep your well, place. There, in the, there's not I too many knocking.
2: No, there wasn't too many knocking on the door. It wasn't an, an ugly game uh, that one. No question of that. Uh, how did you rate Port Adelaide's season then?
5: Well, from from where I tipped them to finish, you'd say probably pretty good, above where I thought they'd finish.
1: Mm.
5: I thought they'd finish eighth, but, but I suppose once you get give the double chance, You expect to go a bit further. But as I said, if you're being realistic, Collingwood sides list is far better. Mm. Melbourne's is far better. Mm. Even Carlton I think, is far better. Brisbane's far better. Um so Melbourne, I've mentioned Melbourne, so I reckon there's four or five above them. Just that they they went a bit higher than people thought and they bombed out in the finals.
2: Now where did you sit on the Ken Hinckley situation? Uh, because you don't follow any side in the AFL. Um did you think he should have received well a, I, two years? I
5: don't Yeah, I don't blame Ken Hinckley, put Adelaide Duggar massive hole. saying we'll talk in August, probably, probably to be fair, not expecting them to be sitting in second position at the time. Mm. And if they're seventh or eighth, they can you know, say we'll wait at the end of the year, then, then make a decision. But when, you, when you're sitting second, I mean, what more could Ken Hinkley do at the time? So I don't blame Ken, but once again, talking to Blighty, look at what Adam Hinkley came in, and a new mm. voice. You know what, it's hearing the same. I said to Blythe, how long should you last as a coach? he thought about five years. Mm. Like he said, you get sick of it. He, um, the players get sick of the same voice. Now, Chris Scott's going to go to 16 you years.
3: now getting contradictory there, David? If you're assessing a list that's got holes in yep. it and players who can't kick, and a coach has been there for 11 years and still is able to get them to challenge and succeed in getting a top-four spot, his message is getting through then. He's, you, what I'm yeah, hearing I, now I, is you're I, saying this is a ordinary list, and he's achieved an extraordinary result with it. I'm not seeing no, I didn't an say, issue with the coach. I didn't say it's
5: an. I didn't say it's an ordinary list. I said there's it's at least four teams with a better list. Port Adelaide's got a lot better list than probably, you know, twelve twelve other clubs. Yeah, but if but they're Ken achieving Hinkley, a
3: result that is a top four finish as they did this year, third time in four years and you're seeing no drop-off. Only Brisbane has won more games than Port in the past four years. Yeah, they
5: got in there, as I said, roots by a lot of... This time, luck went their way. Last year, luck didn't go their way. But I'll ask you the question, Mm. and this is one I always ask, and Ken Hinkley's been a good coach. Has he squeezed every bit of juice out of the lemon, or could someone have squeezed a bit more juice out of that lemon? That's the question you have to ask, and you won't know. Ken's had 11 tries at it. You won't know until you put someone else in there. That's all I'm saying. I'm, and that's, I'm not that's saying the view, Hinkley, Yeah,
2: no, that's, that's the view of the uh, uh, the anti-Hinkley um, uh, crowd as well. Hey, let's move on to this weekend's round. You're known to be a good tip, sir. A cracking game on Friday night. We just spoke to Ben Hart. Uh, Collingwood GWS, which way are you going?
5: Yeah, I love the Giants, but I've been Collingwood all year, Kim. I think it'll be a Collingwood-Brisbane grand final. I'd I'll be, I'll be really surprised if it's not. The other two teams have come through the hard way. Mm. Carlton are banged up. Brisbane are cherry ripe. Collingwood are cherry ripe, except um, Taylor Adams. They get Dacos back. Their back line's good. They're going to have about 70, 80, maybe 90,000 Collingwood fans there. I just think they win. You don't think um, as uh, much it, as
2: it, GWS has a more balanced lineup at the um, moment, given they're at full strength? they got the best centre-half back in the competition there. they got a full forward that's firing at the moment, as opposed to... Mychek and McStay. They've got a midfield that's probably in the top, what, top five in the competition
5: and perhaps yeah, so, superior so, to Collingwood or not? So you reckon Darcy Moore's not the best centre-half back going round? He's had
2: uh, more goals kicked on him than most centre-half backs.
5: Yeah, he probably saved more too. Mm. He's, he plays a very attacking game. I, I like the way they play Just playing uh, the
2: devil's advocate, <laughs> Willie.
5: I know, uh, but uh, you asked my opinion. Yeah. I'm tipping Collingwood, Brisbane, with a bit of confidence. With a bit of confidence. Okay. not backtracking, Kimbo. No, no, no okay, I know.
2: I know, okay. and you will back it up with hard-earned. I know that. Uh, remember what you are uh, gambling <laughs> with. All right, so your show's on tonight with Blighty between 6 and 7. What's on the agenda?
5: Uh, we'll probably be talking about the same things you have. You, you know, Chris Davies made some comments today. Um, the Travis Spoke issue. I think you've got to keep talking Port Adelaide while it's fresh, then we'll start looking at Adelaide again and all the yeah. other clubs. But um, you know, it's still it's still very new, isn't it? Still very raw with Port Adelaide. But when, if you if you take a step back again, most people had around maybe at a, as a high of six and a low of ten, and they mine around again they succeeded, mates mm. around they didn't, and and that's why because there are holes there. And I I defy anyone to argue with some of the. Things I said about some of the players
2: that can't kick. No, a lot of text coming through too, Willie. Uh, this one says, spot on David Wildy, and I'm a 44-year Port member. Hey, good on you, Big Willie. We look forward to listening to you and Blighty mm. at uh, 6 o'clock tonight, Sports Day SA. David Wildy, Thanks, guys. And Malcolm Blight. A few texts coming through. Kimbo, brilliant. Sorry to try and speak while you're interrupting. Ha-ha, classic. Let the man speak, Roach. Right here. I'm only reading it, Roach. I might have to read it again, though, because it got sent through twice. Kimbo, brilliant. (laughs) I won't do it to you, Roach. It did come through twice, though. Uh, Howdy, boys. Did you know the last six premiership-winning teams all had coaches who played in premierships themselves as players? Three out of the four coaches in the running for a premiership this year also played in premierships. So in my opinion, you need a coach who has been there before. Hinkley never won one. He could coach for another ten years and will never win one. Stats don't lie. I'm personally not happy with our board. That's from Christos. Okay, that's a well, take it as a statement. Yep. Yep. Hi boys, what dribble? Oh, what dribble is Wilde talking? Power finished above the super team in Melbourne this year.
6: Luciano.
3: Marginally, marginally. marginally. Yeah. Yep. Um, and there's a team that needs some issues about kicking. Whoa, Melbourne. Oh, yeah, they're kicking. Whoa. Showing. I hope
2: Big Willie's not listening now. i read this one out. Mm. Jeff from Salisbury. Honestly, what is this rubbish Kimbo putting this wildy flog on? <laughs> he always bags Port. I don't think he bagged Port. It's just an assessment of the list. Mm. Uh, talks crap. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, <I> you... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Keep up the good work, Roach. Treadray appears to be a half-glass-empty reactionary type of guy. You shouldn't have to apologise for having a little vision. What is that saying? Shoot for the stars and hit the moon. Mm, There's the moon again. Yeah, there's the moon. Did we ever really
3: land there, Roach? Oh, don't open that Pandora's box. We'll have... Worm can of worms Can open everywhere. worms everywhere. Yeah, we got another
2: can open here, Rooch, after yeah. you're interrupting me before. and um, Come on. Boke said all along he wanted to play. Come on, Roochie. And he did. Now, I just said the narrative's changed a little bit. The club's all of a sudden saying, oh, we're giving him a couple of weeks to think about it. Well, he'd already said he wanted to play on. So what are they doing? They're saying, we think you should think about this. Your decision's not the best one.
3: But that's... The way they should be advising him, mm. Kim. Cause no I one wants so. the, Their attitude is they do not want to see him end his career. No, I know. Like Nathan Jones did, like no. Tom Jonas did. And what happens? Yeah. They're, it happens. So I get it. They don't want to lose him, but they don't want so it's all to com- have his... it's, it's
2: all compassion. I- They'd not rather have a younger player on the list. Kim, we all go get through this
3: where we have people advise, it. we know what your dream is, but let's talk some realities here as well. Mm. He did become a sub-affair... Times this year, I,
2: I know. Well, you know where yeah. I sit with it. I, I think celebrating is ruthless. <laughs> i <try> and <laughs> deflect, uh, yes. I wouldn't have given one to Sloaney. I'm happy he's got one. I'm a player's man, Root. <laughs>
5: I'm mm. a softy, really. Mm.
2: And uh, mm. I'd love it for Boca to get another one. Yeah. But I, I just think uh, But we don't want to see him. The time's right, I think, yeah, but that doesn't make it right. Uh, Rucci, This is a text uh, from, no name on this one. Um, It's not Ken's fifth year in charge. It's not Koshy's fifth year in charge. There comes a point where basic rationale says certain people and messages have become stale and need to be moved on and refreshed. The fans are completely disengaged and disrespected and they are the club's economy. Ultimately, the lack of success should dictate the outcome. As simple as that. If it's based on flags, you've got an argument, but um, and the this, disengaged, is, this is where I sit. I oh, look, you can't be there forever. No, I think you earned the chance to get another couple of years. And yeah. uh, I hope in time we'll wait and see what happens in the future. Rooch, mm. if things turn to fertilizer, well, then people will be going, Oh, maybe it wasn't so no, bad.
3: But. but disengaged record membership attendance is up mm-hmm. 45,000 because Kim Dillon bought. 5,000 tickets. Yeah, thank you to all the port supporters. So Needed a show. where's the up. disengagement? Well, there's a group that aren't happy. Oh, we know there's a group. The group's been there for some time. They disappeared for 13 weeks.
2: Why has Ruchi copped it today? And, Kim, you are setting him up. Yeah, well, take the heat off me, Costa. You know <laughs> why? <laughs> oh, don't right. you say that, Costa. You're a crows man. always <laughs> <laughs> setting no, people up. He'd be enjoying up. it, wouldn't he? Oh, no, I'm, I'm a little worn down. Uh, you know, that's just my opinion. And the, the weird thing is, like, no, I'm not a port man. I need call it as I see it. All my family barrack for port.
3: Do you know? Do you know what you've become? What you've <laughs> become like the marathon runner. You've gone. You've been sent to the far lands. Mm. You've come back. You know what? We've lost all our army. We got beaten on the battlefield. They're coming to invade. We're going to shoot you now for bringing us bad news. Well, you just call it as you see it, don't you? Well, now, that, if people don't like you it. Why do? shoot? Why shoot back at us? No, well, you you like to engage. Yeah. No trolling. No, there's a fair bit of that going on at the moment. No, there's a a gentleman there who even knows what's in your mind. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Poor man.
2: (laughs) I feel for him. And I said when I was um, uh, Shane Kelly, a a good friend, when I replied to a on social media, first time I've done it, I normally just stick to my close friends, Um, yeah, just explaining. They're just my views. It doesn't make it right. You don't have to agree. And this doesn't mean that they're right either. It's just the way I feel. A lot of people thought I was an idiot. that I wanted Neil Craig to continue. Maybe I was. Anyway, Mm. when the music starts, Roach, it means we're done. Uh, We might have
3: been done well before the music. I
2: reckon I can read this in 20 seconds. Hey, fellas, they should let Port Power wear the prison bar Guernsey only during September because that's when their performances on the field is truly criminal. Laugh out loud. Just need David Koch to bring out his handcuffs and do a citizen's arrest on Ken Hinckley. There you go. That's from Max. Read it out, Maxie. I got there. Um yeah.
3: Yes. Right. All right, we're and done. Bob Hope was still alive.
2: Ah, Thursday tomorrow, what will that bring? Have a great night everyone Good night, everyone.